Hello, my name is Dean Bobar, and I am the Adult Life Minister at Christ Pacific Church in Huntington Beach, California. As a church, we are seeking to cultivate a vibrant community of faith, hope, and love that follows Jesus into the world so our neighbors may also experience God's goodness. You're listening to our Year in the Bible podcast. If you'd like to learn more about us or to subscribe to this podcast, visit us at cpchb.org. Think about the 1950s post-war Leave it to Beaver America for a moment. During that season in our history, considering yourself to be a Christian and participating in a local church, that was not simply culturally acceptable, it was actually preferable. For a large part, Christians were seen as having it all together, and local churches were beacons of propriety and prosperity. If someone's behavior or beliefs threatened those badges of propriety prosperity in the local church, then the church's place in the community might actually be threatened. That's why these sorts of individuals might be straightened up or shipped out. This is not a particularly good part of our history. But what if there was more at stake than badges of propriety or prosperity? What if the freedom of religion was at stake? What if members of those churches faced the loss of business, being arrested, and even being beaten or flogged? This is something like what was going on in the first century churches of Galatia in modern-day Turkey. So let me just paint a picture for you of what was going on in Galatia in the church. So the churches were made up of people both with and without Jewish backgrounds. Those people without Jewish backgrounds, called Gentiles, they didn't adopt some of the Jewish religious customs, and this was landing the churches in some hot water with the Roman authorities. In the ancient world, worshiping idols was actually compulsory. It was mandatory. Everybody joined in. Idols were everywhere you looked. And whenever something went wrong, like there was a famine or a flood, people assumed it was the result of angry gods. And why would the gods be angry? Well, somebody must have failed to worship them. It turns out these gods were very emotionally needy gods. So it was socially dangerous to neglect the worship of idols. If community hardship of any sort ensued, then the assumption would be that your lack of idol worship was actually the culprit. It's your fault we're in a famine if you failed to worship the idols. But Jews were the one group in the Roman Empire exempt from this compulsory pagan worship. For the first 50 to 100 years of its history, the church was seen by the Roman governing authorities as just a new fringe sect within Judaism. So that what we call Christianity in the early church, that was seen by the Romans as Uh, in today's parlance, a new denomination of Judaism. 
This meant that the early church enjoyed the same exemption from pagan worship as the synagogue did. Now, the non-Jewish Messiah people in the early church were not being circumcised, nor were they following the Torah. That's the Old Testament law. And not being circumcised and not following the Torah made this entire Jesus movement look really un-Jewish. So the churches we're actually in danger of losing this special Jewish exemption from pagan worship. Do you see it? You see, because non-Jewish members of the church weren't being circumcised or following Torah, the whole church was in danger of being declassified by the Romans as an expression of Judaism. So that would mean that the early church and of course, by association, the synagogues as well, the early church would no longer be exempt from Rome's compulsory pagan worship. These uncircumcised Messiah people were putting the early church's freedom of religion at risk. The pressure the Jewish Messiah people were putting on the Gentile Messiah people to get circumcised and to follow the Torah, far from being a genuine concern about righteousness, quite frankly, it was motivated by a desire to keep the Romans off their backs. Hey, if you guys don't get circumcised and if you don't follow the Torah, if you don't start looking a little more Jewish, then the Romans are going to take away our exemption from pagan worship. In addition, some Jews who had rejected Jesus as the Messiah, they believed that if all Jews kept Torah for 24 hours, that would trigger the coming of the true Messiah in their view. So the Gentile Messiah people weren't keeping Torah, and this was in their view, preventing the, quote, true Messiah from arriving. Well, the point of all of this is that, as you can imagine, these issues created massive rifts between the Jewish and the non-Jewish Christians, or Messiah people. And this was the context into which Paul wrote his letter to the Galatians. Now, Paul does not set up a dichotomy between two religions, between Christianity and Judaism. Jesus' arrival did not mark the end of Judaism and the beginning of Christianity, in Paul's view. Instead, Paul is arguing that the Messiah and the Messiah people are the fulfillment of Judaism. This is why Paul goes to great pains in Galatians to demonstrate he is not a traitor to Israel's traditions. He's announcing a new chapter in Israel's traditions. Paul writes about at least four characteristics of this new chapter in Israel's history. First of all, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has done what he always promised he would do. Namely, he launched his new creation. But he has done this through a radically surprising Messiah by the name of Jesus of Nazareth. 
God has acted shockingly, surprisingly, and unexpectedly as he always said he would. Hmm. Secondly, Jesus the Messiah has fulfilled the divine purpose for Israel in his death and resurrection. And he has thereby accomplished the new exodus, the great rescue operation from the ultimate triumvirate of slave masters, sin, death, and Satan. So Israel's Messiah sums up Israel's calling in himself so that those who are in Messiah, in Christ, are true Israelites, children of Abraham. Third, Torah, the Old Testament law, Torah was God's good gift to Israel, given for a specific purpose at a specific time, which, because of Messiah's coming, could now be set aside. Torah was for the present age, but in Messiah, the age to come had been inaugurated. Fourth, God had given his own spirit to be the transformative power for this new people, and therefore the advanced gift from that promised inheritance. The Messiah's people are marked by those who believe the gospel And those who believe the gospel are those in whom the Spirit is at work. So Galatians is a letter aimed primarily at unifying the church under the one true gospel. That's how Paul opens his letter to the Galatians. Divisions had developed, not least through the false teaching of some, quote, missionaries who were proclaiming a false gospel that was motivated by the desire to preserve some civil privileges. The problem was that maintaining these civil privileges meant abandoning the gospel and irreparably tearing apart the church. This is why Paul writes so passionately. We're not talking about whether a simple medical procedure like circumcision is necessary or not. That's not what this is about. We are talking about, or rather I should say Paul is writing about, the very heart of the gospel. And if we mess this up, we tear the heart out of the gospel. For if justification comes through keeping the law, which includes circumcision, then Christ died for nothing. That's what Paul writes in Galatians 2.21. But we know that the Lord Jesus Christ gave himself for our sins to set us free from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. That's chapter 1, verses 4 and 5. So far from nothing, this truth, this truth of the gospel, that justification comes not through keeping the law, but through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. This This is everything. Thanks so much for joining us for our Year in the Bible podcast. If you'd like to hear more about our Year in the Bible campaign to subscribe or learn how you can become engaged with us as a church, please visit us at cpchb.org.